This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, March 12, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama is pinning his transportation plan on a national network of what he is calling high-speed rail. Cato Institute's senior fellow Randall O'Toole believes the president's plan is nothing like the high-speed rail projects in Japan. At best, he says it's moderate-speed rail. And at worst, he says it's a multi-billion dollar subsidy to a wealthy elite paid for by the rest of us. Well, he's decided that his signature issue is going to be high-speed rail. And unfortunately, there's some confusion about this because there's really two kinds of high-speed rail. There's the bullet trains of Japan and the TGV of, of France that go 200 miles an hour. and That's what a lot of people think of as high-speed rail. Really what Obama is thinking of is moderate-speed rail, trains that go on existing freight tracks at about 90 to 110 miles an hour. That's faster than driving, but uh, it's not especially fast. You can't compete against airplanes, and you really can't compete against driving because the trains don't go from door to door. The uh, French and Japanese high-speed rail trains are all built on exclusive rights-of-way. They, they don't mix with freights. They don't mix with low-speed passenger trains. Uh, what Obama wants is to take existing train rail lines and beef them up just a little bit and run trains at moderate speeds. Uh, that's okay, except uh, if you want real high-speed rail, then you're gonna, it's going to cost 10 times as much to build brand-new tracks uh, that go 200 miles an hour or so. Isn't there some value to uh, connecting all of these cities with even moderate speed rail? Well, when you consider that we're already spending 4% of federal transportation dollars on Amtrak, which carries only 0.1% of passenger travel in the United States, it's already we're spending way too much on passengers, when, on passenger trains. When we add high-speed rail in, we're probably going to end up spending 8% or 10% of our transportation dollars on rail transportation. And instead of carrying, if it's moderate speed rail, instead of carrying 0.1%, it might carry uh, 0.15%. It's not going to even double to 0.2% of transportation. Now, if you want true high speed rail, uh, then you might be able to get it up to 2 or 3% of all transportation. But to do that, it's going to cost more than half a trillion dollars for what's considered to be a national high-speed rail network, but it doesn't even connect. You won't be able to take high-speed trains all the way from New York to Chicago or Chicago to the West Coast uh, because there'll be a lot of disconnected uh, portions of that network. How do his plans compare with conventional plans for highway construction, and, and what changes would you recommend to how the U.S. spends money on highways? Well, the significance difference between high-speed rail or any passenger rail, really, and highways is who pays for them and who gets to use them. We've built our highway system largely on a self-financing basis. 100% of the interstate highway system was paid for out of user fees, gas taxes, and other user fees. And pretty much everybody uses it. I mean, the average American travels 4,000 miles a year on interstate highways and ships 2,000 ton miles of freight per year on interstate highways. By comparison, rail transportation, especially high-speed passenger rail, would have to be paid for by taxpayers. It could never cover its costs with, with rail fares. And so everybody would end up having to pay for it, but only a very few people would use it. It would basically be people who had uh, top jobs somewhere who 
whose employers were willing to pay the the extra cost of going high-speed rail, or people who are already pretty wealthy. So we'd have everybody subsidizing a few wealthy elite. Uh, just for example, the nation with the most high-speed rail per capita is Japan. The average Japanese travels high-speed rail less than 400 miles a year. Uh, the average resident of France travels high-speed rail less than 300 miles a year. And yet these countries are spending as much per capita as we spent on our interstate highway system that's providing more than 10 times the mobility, and mobility that extends to everyone, not just a wealthy elite. We also have to look at the environmental costs of high-speed rail. It's going to cost a lot of energy and generate an enormous amount of greenhouse gases to build new rail lines if we want true high-speed rail. Moderate-speed rail, of the kind that Obama is talking about, is not going to cost that much to, uh, to build, but the operations are going to be extremely expensive. They're going to be powered by conventional diesels, but to run a train at 110 miles an hour requires a lot more energy than running a train at 60 miles an hour. Uh, right now, Amtrak trains are about 10 to 20% more efficient per passenger mile than flying, but high-speed rail is going to be a lot less efficient. Moderate-speed rail is going to be a lot less efficient. Uh, meanwhile, the airlines are projecting that they're going to be able to double their fuel economy in the next 20 years. So we're going to end up building a high-speed rail system that won't be able to compete from an energy viewpoint, from a cost viewpoint, uh, from a greenhouse gas emissions viewpoint, with flying, uh, with driving because cars are getting more energy efficient, or with any other form of transportation. It's going to be a giant white elephant just to prove we're as good as the Japanese or the French who built a 19th century rail system for a 21st century nation. I wonder if Obama talks about rebuilding America. What kind of America does he want to build? Does he want to build an America where uh, we have facilities that everybody gets to use and you pay as you go, you pay as you use it? Or do we, do we want to have an America where we tax everybody and create a system that can only be used by a wealthy elite, and even by them, not very frequently. Uh, and those people are heavily, heavily subsidized. That's what we're talking about with high-speed rail. Heavy subsidies to a wealthy elite versus a system that everybody uses. Cato Institute Senior Fellow Randall O'Toole is author of the book, The Best Laid Plans. You can order your copy at cato.org.